Welcome to TerryWilson3.com, home of TW3. Are, are, are you ready to take your money, business, and life to the next level? You are worth more, and you're about to hear how and why. So buckle up and listen up as we journey to the next level. Please welcome your guys to reach your goals, the TW3 family. What is going on, everybody? It is Sunday. July the 9th and uh, just trying to recover from a a great service we had at my home church today and of course the backside of having a July 4th week had family in had a cookout had some great time my uh, daughter was in a play this week so we did a lot of going back and forth to uh, drama camp for her to be able to perform at the Inman Little Theater here in Spartanburg County and so they did a, a production of Beauty and the Beast, not the Disney version, the one that was actually prior to before Disney got a hold of the story. So a little more of the original story. Great time. But anyway, I wanted to share something with you today on our podcast, episode 573, that is going to be out of the Psalms, but uh, don't don't check out on me. This is actually for business people. I'm not going to get preachy here. I'm not trying to convert anyone or anything like that, but to the extent that these timeless principles can inform you and I how we can accelerate our growth, our professional and personal growth, I think we're better served for it. And uh, there's no better uh, truth to be found than in the book of truth, a good book. And David writes in Psalms 139 uh, verse 23, a very powerful powerful prayer that uh, has four parts to it. And I'm actually teaching uh, on this prayer in the month of July in my home church in a Bible study class uh, before service in our adult uh, discipleship course. And anyhow, I uh, after today, we were getting into the uh, first element of the prayer. And I got to thinking on the way home as to what kind of content I wanted to create for the podcast this coming week. And I was like, this is so practical. This prayer is so practical to everyday life. I think it transcends just uh, being a better uh, person spiritually, but this would make you a better professional entrepreneur because the thing I love about entrepreneurship, one of the key benefits of being a small business owner, uh, a self-employed entrepreneur is it forces you to do one of two things, sink or swim. (laughs) In other words, become better professionally, personally, emotionally, develop your skill sets, develop your uh, mindsets. You have to continually be on this self-development course or you are going to be left behind. You'll either become stagnant and fade away or you'll never get up to speed to where you need to be to start with. So that is one of the great benefits of starting that journey to being a self-employed, self-sustained person, even if, you know, it's a side thing, it's just going to make you better because it's a, it is a, it is an accountability partner. My business is nothing more than this, this apparatus that holds me and keeps me accountable. Accountable to what? My own goals, my own self stated, this is what I'm about. This is what I do. 
I've communicated it to my friends, my family, my foes, my community. I'm on a podcast. I'm everywhere saying this is what I am all about. And it doesn't come from an insincere place. It comes from a a true, uh, self-examined, circumspect way of viewing what I want out of life and putting a stake in the ground saying, as far as me and my house, this is what we're about. And by having this business, it holds me into account. It holds me, then are you going to do this? Are you going to uh, conduct business in this way? Are you going to build a brand in this way? Are you going to provide services and products that do this for people? It's, it's a beautiful thing. It's absolutely a wonderful way of living your life because, uh, of course, we we spend a lot of time and we should uh, on this podcast about one of the best benefits of self-employment and and entrepreneurialism is you get to earn what you're worth. You get you get to you don't have to wait on the office politics. You don't have to to uh, be dependent upon the benevolence of others. You don't have to wonder, are they recognizing, are they seeing, are they perceiving uh, all the efforts, the energy and and everything, the dedication, uh, the loyalty that I'm pouring my life into. You don't have to wonder about any of that. You don't have to go to bed at night asking yourself, hey, you know, I showed up early. I did this extra. I wonder if so-and-so or such-and-such saw and, and recognize and will will uh, be benevolent when it comes to, you, I don't ever have to worry about that. I know it's energy in, it's effort in, it's execution in, it's reward out. It is, I reap what I sow. I eat what I kill. It, I am I am putting myself at the mercy of the law of nature, which was created before the foundations of the world. Therefore, I don't have to get into all of this. He said, she said, I thought, well, I understood what it was going to. No, 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 no. You know, I provide value. I give value. I get value back. And so that's why I love entrepreneurship. That's why I love what I do. It's why I abdicate what I do. I think it's the quickest, the easiest, the fastest way for anybody that wants more, that desires more, that feels like they're called for more. It is the path to be able to pursue what you're passionate about and see yourself uh, go as far as you want to go. So that's why I love, you know, promoting, you know, self-employment, self-discovery, self-reliance. As my favorite president of all time said, strong, rugged individualism. That's why I love what we promote here at TW3. And yes, sometimes it goes in and out of political, uh, you know, appetites. Sometimes the zeitgeist of the world, it's all about, you know, victimology. Everyone's a victim. If you were born tall, if you were born short, if you were born fat, if you were born skinny, if you were born this way or that way, there's always going to be some sort of group somewhere that's going to be saying, well, it's not your fault because of where you're at in your life. You've become, you have been victimized. And that doesn't mean that there's not real victims in the world. And it doesn't mean that if you are in a group that has been historically uh, treated poorly that you don't have some obstacles that's not what it means but what it does mean is what are you going to do about it 
And I guarantee you, no pundit, politician, or pontificate is going to give you or pay you what you're worth. All they're doing is capitalizing on your sense of injustice so that they can sell you their bill of goods. Inspiring, informative, and informational. This is TTW3. Are you tired of feeling undervalued and overlooked? Do you want to learn how to unlock your true potential and achieve success in your career? If so, we have the perfect solution for you. Introducing You Are Worth More by Terry Wilson. This book is your ultimate guide to discovering your unique value in the marketplace. Developing and growing it and monetizing it. Yes, you heard that right. Monetizing your value. With Terry's guidance, you can learn how to turn your skills and talents into a profitable business venture. One that fits your interest, skills, and personality. So don't waste any more time feeling undervalued and underpaid. Visit YouAreWorthMoreBook.com to download your free sample copy of You Are Worth More and start your journey to success today. This book is a game changer and it can be yours for free. So what are you waiting for? Visit YouAreWorthMoreBook.com now and start unlocking your true potential. You Are Worth More by Terry Wilson. Get your free copy today. all small business owners. Are you looking to expand your reach and grow your customer base? Look no further than having a website and blog for your business. With a website and blog, you can increase your visibility, cost-effectively market your products or services, and build trust and credibility with potential customers. A blog is also a great way to engage with your customers and build a community around your brand. And the best part? You can access all this valuable information 24-7. Don't get left behind. Give your business the competitive edge it needs and create a website and blog today. You can get a professional website hosted with all the software you need for as little as $10 a month by going to terrywilson3.com slash hosting. That's terrywilson3.com slash hosting. Slash hosting. Slash hosting. Now, if you know what you're worth, you want to get what you're worth. You got to be willing to take the hit. Yeah. And not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. This is TTW3. And the best thing that you can do is invest in yourself and not other shenanigans and other people that have nothing but false promises. And that's why I love entrepreneurship. That's why I love you go out, you discover what you're passionate about you do you discover what you're most proficient about you develop your skills based on the talents that god gave you and then go to the market and get what you're worth that's why i love this it's cut and dry you want it go after it nobody's holding you back so the prayer that i want to talk to you today about david is speaking to you and i and he says if you'll do And uh, Dr. Jordan Peterson brings this up. He says, you know, a prayer, you know, for those that are not spiritual, if you're not a spiritual person, let me tell you what a prayer is going to do for you on a psychological level. Just something about speaking aloud or speaking internally in your own voice, saying, I want the, I need to see this. I need an answer to this. What, what's going on here? Why is this? And you start examining and you start asking. For me, I'm asking Jehovah. I'm asking God Almighty, the creators of the heaven and universe that manifested himself through his son, Jesus Christ. I'm saying, Lord Jesus, show me what is going on here. 
Now, how you how you need to speak that you speak it. But when you start asking the universe to show you, it is amazing because of the laws of nature and the way God created the whole the way you and I think, perceive and, and relate to the reality in which we are living in. It is amazing what a prayer life can do for you. And these four prayers, these four thoughts, these four ideas, if you'll meditate on them, ask yourself these questions, it's going to make you a better leader. It's going to make you a better business owner, business person. It's going to make you more creative. It's going to help you in so many different ways that you need to be able to accelerate and to grow in so that you can then, I should say, accelerate your growth. Because I've discovered something in the last several years of being self-employed. I've discovered something in building my own brand. The better I am personally, the better I perform professionally. The more I can grow personally, the more I grow professionally. The more I can have impact personally, the more professionally I have greater impact and influence. So it just, there, you can't separate the two. You, 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 can, you can fake it for a moment, but if you're wanting long-term success, then it is amazing how as you grow personally, your professional life just takes care of itself. So David asked these questions. And the first thing he says is search me, oh God, and know my heart. Test me and know my thoughts in Psalms 139. Entrepreneurship is not only about external factors such as market trends, competition, and strategies. It's also an inward journey that requires self-reflection and self-awareness. In this part of the prayer, David asks for divine intervention in understanding the depths of his heart. Similarly, entrepreneurs should regularly examine their motivations. What motivates you? Your fears. What are you afraid of? And your desires. By delving very deep into their hearts, entrepreneurs can gain clarity on their true passion and align their business endeavors accordingly. When you know what you, you want, when you know what turns you on, when you are very decisive on what motivates me, when you're very clear on what you just, you're afraid of even, what your fears are, when you can get really honest with yourself about those things, you're going to be able to better navigate your business. And I could beat my chest right now and say, well, you shouldn't be afraid. You shouldn't fear anything. You know, go in there, you know, and take that. And, and to the extent that we're being told fear not, you know, over, what is it, 365 times in the Bible, it says fear not. I could spiritualize this thing, but the reality is you and I are human beings and you cannot be living on planet Earth and paying attention and not have some reservations, some uh, trepidation, some quote unquote fear about the unknown. Because if, if you're not, a, you know, I heard one person say one time, the only people that aren't afraid are the ones either not paying attention or too stupid to know what's going on. 
But the point is, there's some there's some ugly things in the world, and if we meditate on them, we're afraid. But in building a business, there are things that you know I am not the greatest at, and I'm a little timid about. I don't like putting myself in those situations. Well, if I can get honest with myself and I can say, why do I feel that way? And start to the point that I can actually, through self-discovery, through coaching, through the mentorship, through the help of others, through a, a mastermind group, through a coaching relationship I can have, I can either overcome those fears or I can mitigate those fears by designing a business that fits me. But if I'm there, I'm amazed. I am absolutely amazed. This one little thing about saying, search me, know my heart, reveal it to me. Why, you know, what, what motivates me? Why am I motivated? What, what, what are my desires? What, what, what am I afraid of? By just not asking those simple questions, how many times can we get involved with selling products, goods or services, or joining other businesses, or doing something, or chasing some entrepreneurial thing that is just not a fit? It doesn't mean it can't become a fit. It doesn't mean that, for instance, if I'm afraid of sales, I can't become a better salesperson. But it does mean that if I know what I'm about, I know what I'm good at, and I know what I don't like, and I'm honest with myself on the front end, that serves as a filter for me as I'm looking, okay, what kind of products, goods, and services do I want to offer? Well, I can tell you what's going to drive that is, well, what kind of people buy these products, goods, and services? And if that, if I can answer that, how do these particular type of people like to be engaged for it to be communicated if if it's a need to need face to face situation if i have to go out and highways and byways and do cold calling that's probably not going to be for me i've done that been there got the t-shirt i if i had to knock on wood i never want to go back but if i had to i could go back i can make a living that way but if i could through digital technology digital media through automation if i can find an audience that prefers communication that way then that's my audience well what does that audience buy well that's my product see by knowing what i like and what i don't like by asking my search my heart let me know what what drives me what motivates me and there might be products and services that that particular audience likes but man, I just, I don't dig, I, that doesn't motivate me. It doesn't get me up out of the bed. It doesn't excite me to sell that particular product or service. Well, here again, I'm in the wrong business. Asking that one question that, that, that David is revealing, search my heart. Oh God, know my heart. Let me know. What, what is it about my heart? What do I like? What do I don't like? What turns me on? What turns me off? What am I afraid of? What do I, you know, there's some things I can do. I can get right behind this microphone right now. I can get right up on the stage at any moment. I don't care if it's an audience of 10 or 10,000. You know, put me, give me a mic, get me in front of an audience and I'm, I, it's go time. That's what I love to do. So that's something that motivates me and I'm not afraid of. I know a ton of people. I would, I'll talk one-on-one. -on -one. I'll even talk behind a podcast in a studio like this, but don't get me in front of people. Well, then that's your business. That's, that's your business model. 
So you, but by knowing what you like, what you don't like, it's going to really help you design a business business strategy and model and an engagement type that's going to work for you. The second part of this prayer, he says, "Know my thoughts." He says, "See if there's any offensive way in me, and and leave me in everlasting." In one thirty nine, he says, "Knowing the thoughts, entrepreneurs are often consumed by a multitude of thoughts, ideas, and decisions." Amidst the chaos, it's essential to seek divine guidance in distinguishing between what is right and what is not. David implores God to identify any offensive ways within him, allowing him to rectify his actions in line with a higher purpose. Entrepreneurs can learn from his plea and strive for self-improvement, acknowledging their shortcomings and embracing a path that uploads ethical values, integrity, and social responsibility. And knowing the thoughts, when David says, know my thoughts, there's something you have to understand language a little bit. And I don't want to get too knee deep in, you know, uh, lofty words. But John says in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was with God and it dwelled among us and the word dwelled among us. The word word there, the actual word is the, uh, the Greek logos, which is where we get the understanding of logic. So you could actually translate that passage in the beginning was the logic of God. The logic of God was with God and logic of God, logic was God and logic of God dwelled among us. There is a way of thinking, a logic, a rationale from above that encompasses who he was manifest on the earth. When David is saying, know my thoughts, He's saying, compare my logic to your logic and let me reconcile to your way of thinking. One of the things as an entrepreneur you always have to be ready to do is the theological word is repent. But here's here's the, the just practical way. You have to be ready to change your mind. We all have preconceived notions and ideas of the way things are. How does this work in business? How many times have you developed a product or you have come up with a sales strategy or a promotion or a campaign and it just falls flat? No one responds or it it hardly gains any traction. And you scratch yourself on the head and you go, why did this not work? Well, obviously, the way you're thinking about what you're saying versus what other people are thinking about your saying is not congruent. It's not on the same page. It's not been reconciled. You have to repent. That is change your mind, change your logic, change your rationale, change the way you're thinking about something to reconcile with the the zeitgeist of the marketplace, the overarching thinking of the market. I joke all the time, but it's the absolute truth. I have to have about nine failures before I have that one successful campaign. I basically bat one out of 10. I can do an email campaign, a voicemail drop, a multiple text campaign. I can do snail mail campaigns. I can do social media ads. Let me tell you, folks, I do all kinds of campaigns and 90% of them, sometimes even up to 95% of them, are absolute dismal failures. And I say that as someone who 
studies marketing, practices marketing, teaches marketing, and does marketing all the time. So if someone who is an experienced marketer that knows that I don't take a lot of time having to understand these tools because I'm using them all day, I don't take a lot of time understanding the outline of marketing because I've been doing it so long. So my, my rate of from thought, from concept to execution, I can get done typically within just a few hours where it might take other people a week or two because they're stumbling through, well, I want this to happen. I don't understand how this technology works or don't understand this or don't understand the language or don't know how to get in front of that specific type of people. There's all of these moving parts that are in marketing. And a lot of times people, I don't have that because of I'm practiced and I'm still only 90%. So what, what does that say? That means it's going to take the average person a minute to get up to speed. And that means you're going to have to persist. And that means the quicker I can change my mind and quit holding on and quit. I tell people, don't marry an idea. Do not get married to any idea. You date ideas. I date my ideas. I don't marry them because I have had so many sales professionals that I've sat down with and they are married to an idea, which means getting them to pivot from the way they want to market their insurance, their real estate, their retail, their restaurant, their church or whatever versus what will actually work in the market that they serve. It is like having to go to divorce court with them because they're married to the idea. And what worked 10 years ago, five years ago, a year ago, six months ago, may not work anymore. I can't tell you how many times I've dealt with specifically insurance guys and they're used to getting leads a certain way because that's just the way they've always gotten leads. And they're coming to me because the quality of those leads have gotten less and less and less valuable to them. The conversion rates are horrid and they don't understand why. And it's because the lead generation company that they're buying those leads from are not equipped to generate leads any other way because they have violated principle number two here that David's saying, know my thoughts and reveal to me what those test. He said, he literally says a crazy prayer. Try my thoughts. <laughs> In other words, put them to the test, see if they work. But as an entrepreneur, that's my prayer. How's my thinking here, Lord? Show me, reveal to me. And here's the other thing about thinking and ideas and concepts and why you can't marry an idea, you just date it. I think it was Carl Jung. It was either him or uh, it could have been Nietzsche, but one of them said the value of an idea is so it can die so you don't have to. You know, what separates humans from simple animals is we might think about jumping over this ravine, but then think better about it because we see the distance we see that and we don't, whereas other, you know, animal or simple simpleton would just jump because they have the idea to jump. So they jump and then all of a sudden they don't see all of the other uh, dangers surrounding that idea that ultimately took them out. 
we have to get away from the lizard brain and use you know the frontal cortex here a little bit and say hey i i, I can't. had this lady down in georgia several years ago works for this large large insurance agency she convinced them to get my system and literally did a voicemail drop for 30,000 people in the state of Georgia and trying to sell insurance and took a minute and a half voicemail sent out to 30,000 people spent thousands of dollars on this campaign and got not one response that was positive oh she got a bunch of people calling back cussing her out but she didn't get one response that says i heard what you're offering i see value in what you're offering and i would like to talk she didn't even get an appointment let alone a sale and of course she blames the technology and everything else not understanding that it was her script her audience she dialed her her decision on when to dial them her everything all we did was provide the technology and i asked this person why didn't you dial a hundred people why didn't you test this script why didn't you dial the same type of a hundred people but a different script why didn't you in other words i'm either going to test the script i'm going to test the time of day i'm going to test the type of people i'm calling and I'm going to keep tweaking, 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 tweaking till I get about two and a half, three percent. Then I got my numbers. OK, this script works with this type of people when I'm calling this time of day. And then you can scale. Inspiring, informative and informational. This is TW3. Become an Elite TW3 member today and gain access to our mastermind group. The way you, you get into things is, you know, for someone like me, it's just, it's great to be around. Terry, you have made a huge impact in my life. I'm so grateful that God has brought you into my life. You're, you're the, the genuine article. You live what you talk about. Right now, Terry, I am so inspired after listening to you for the last 25, 30 minutes. You got so jazzed up. I'm still blown away by your story. Because with that, you just bring so much experience. When I think of Terry Wilson, I think about the comeback kid. Oh, I think today is just demoed exactly brilliance that you share. I truly believe the only way to go to the next level is to grow to the next level. Take your personal growth to the next level by joining the TW3 Mastermind Group today. Looking to launch or grow your business? Want unlimited qualified buyers calling you? Look no further than TW3, the online platform that provides everything you need to succeed. With TW3, you'll have access to the latest and most effective techniques to generate unlimited leads. And you can go from launching your business to scaling it with ease. Our platform even offers highly lucrative products and business models for those just starting out. Our focus is on helping you attract the right kind of leads and build a sustainable business. And with our team of experts and ongoing support, you'll have all the tools and training you need to continuously improve. TW3 is suitable for anyone who wants to launch or grow their business, no matter your level of experience. So why wait? Go now to terrywilson3.com. That's terrywilson3.com. The online platform for launching and scaling your business. Start now. Inspiring. Informative and informational. This is TW3.
David says, know my thoughts, know my ideas, put them to the test. That's a great prayer. That's a great thought. That's a great idea of any time I'm trying to put together a campaign. Know my thoughts about the type of business I'm wanting to, to launch here. Know my thoughts about this new product. Test, put it to the test, Lord. Show me. It is amazing if you'll just ask yourself these simple questions. How it can save you so much pain, trouble, and stress. That's another great thought in that prayer. The third part, he says, reveal any hurtful ways. Reveal to me any hurtful ways within me and lead me along the path of everlasting life. Entrepreneurship often presents obstacles and challenges that can lead to stress, frustration, and temptation to compromise one's values. In this part of the prayer, David asks for the revelation of any hurtful ways within him. Similarly, entrepreneurs should strive to, uh, for self-awareness, identifying any behaviors or practices that may cause harm to themselves, others, to their, or to their business. By recognizing and addressing these hurtful ways, entrepreneurs can cultivate a nurturing and sustainable environment for themselves and their ventures. And, and I'm going to be honest with you. This one right here, I pray a lot and I have prayed a lot and I continue to pray and I've learned from. One of the mistakes I made early on is I got so excited about the tools we had here to be able to offer people so they never had to cold call. Because you got to understand the context here. I come from a world, I come from a life that every customer I ever was able to get was me out in the highways and the byways, beating the bushes, cold calling, getting uh, doors slammed in my face, getting uh, phones hung up on me. Just I had to get cussed out a lot to meet anybody to then just see if I could sell to them. Just the first sale I was making was selling them on the idea of letting me sell to them. And then selling to that group of people and then eventually, hopefully, making a sale. The effort and the energy and the expense that went into that, unless you've ever been in that life. And here's the thing. Well, why would you do that? Well, it's sink or swim, do or die. Have some kids waiting on you at the house and a wife is expecting food on the table. And that is your way of earning a living. That's the context in which I come from. Fast forward. I learn these tools that does the cold calling for me. It weeds out the people that does not want to be sold to. It gets, it tees up, it puts people on a calendar. It puts people in my inbox. It puts people on the phone with me, but the touch of a button. I can be talking to people that have already been qualified. They know that I want to talk to them about insurance. They know I want to talk to them about real estate. They know I want to talk to them about whatever fill in the blank I was selling at the time. So now all I got to do is sell. Well, I won awards. I got to go on trips. I am loving life because then I got people, professionals coming out of the woodwork saying, hey, we want the same thing. Can you teach? And I start selling that. And then I have people that come to me and say, hey, we would like to sell your system. We would like to turn your system, these tools and your system, your training, your coaching, your teaching into a product. 
So I am excited. I'm coming from the context of all of these problems that solved. And then it occurred to me a few years into it, not everybody appreciates. But, and it's not that they're bad people. It's not that they, they're ignorant people. It's not that they're dumb, stupid. It's, it's nothing. They just don't, they don't get it. They don't, they don't have the same experience you do. They hear your excitement. They hear how all of these other people are making so much money with it. They have come to live webinars. They have come to live seminars. They have seen, and boy, it just seems like everybody is just, and so the excitement got them involved and they bought it. And then uh, reality hit, oh, it's on a computer. Oh, I've got to have basic computer skills like how to copy and paste or in some instances, we had clients that couldn't even turn on a computer. Oh, I've actually got to do something. It's not a genie in a bottle. As I've actually, there's a few things I have to do. I've got to be able to do this, this. And, and then they're getting frustrated and they feel, uh, they feel duped because it looked easy. It sounded easy. But in their world, because it's something they've never done with. It's tools they've never dealt with before. It's, it's concepts that they've never even thought about. It was like taking someone from Mars and putting them on Venus. And all of a sudden, it was just like a different world. And they're fussing at the taxi driver that brought them there. <laughs> so through that process, we learn, hey, Here's our terms. Here's what we do. Here's the backs. We put a lot, a lot, a lot to the point I have members saying, Terry, you're talking more people out of buying the system than you are talking them in. Why are you so? And it's not that I'm down. I just want people to be sober minded, open, open to what we do. I've had to learn. Reveal to me any hurtful ways because we do not want we don't want to be hurt. And we definitely don't want to hurt. And so we've had to learn that. There's things about your product. Now, this is one of the, I'm not going to mention names, but there's a very, very, very popular radio host that deals in the Christian market in financial matters. And he has a 100% no particular, you don't buy this type of insurance. If you buy this particular type of insurance, you are... You're being scammed, you're being ripped off, and you are being stupid yourself. And 95% of the time, he's 100% right. <laughs> what can you say that? 95% of the time, you're 100%. <laughs> but he's right 95% of the time. But here's the problem. There is a specific niche group of people that's of a certain age that just so happens most of them live within the demographic that listens to him. And that 5%, because he's the voice of God when it comes to these matters, will not buy the only thing that is available to them. And so they will go uninsured because they would rather live life uninsured. And when they die, don't have a means to protect their family and all of a sudden people have to pass the hat i have actually seen it happen simply because the voice of god said to buy this and invest the rest and if you buy the other you're being a bad steward i agree with that advice 
95%. But I would tell you, in my humble, humble opinion, who is nobody compared to this other person, this is one of the ways he's hurting people. He's not helping. And, his, and, and actually, in talking to some of his people, I said, well, we realize that this, this is an overstatement that we're making, but we don't open that door there rhetorically because people would take advantage of it, and we just assume error on the side of telling people this rather than carving out this one particular instance where, and I was like, well, that one particular instance is a lot of people. And it's a, it's 5% of the market, but I would say it's 30% of the people listening to you. Because even though it's 5% of the market, that 5% lives within 30% of the people who listen to you. It's a huge swath of people. And you have so much influence with these people, you are hurting them. Every product, good service that you can sell, there are pros and there are cons. There's things that will help a lot of people and there's things that will hurt the wrong type of people. So I'm always asking, Lord, reveal, is there any hurtful ways in what we do? And if it is, reveal it to me. And I've learned over the years, there's five ways that God speaks to us. He'll speak to you through your friends. Faithful are the wounds of a friend. Our true friend is someone that tells you the truth, regardless of how it might make you feel. And they'll stick around to walk with you through the pain. Someone that just says something hurtful and walks away, that's not a friend. Someone that says something, knows it's going to be uncomfortable, and then sticks around to walk with you through the uncomfort and will not give, that is a friend that will stick closer than a brother. You hold on to those people. He speaks to us through his, our friends. He speaks to us through our family. He speaks to us through our faith, reading his word, praying, watching all of nature that cries out. You can learn a lot just from watching nature. And fourth and finally, and the one that most people don't ever pay attention to, but he speaks to a lot, through a lot, is your foes. He will use, and they don't even realize. I can't tell you how many times people have tried to because they've gotten angry or irritated or something about me or one of my associates or business. They just say, and they lash out in anger and all that, and they actually help me. They don't even realize it. That's not their intent. But he can help you and speak to you through your friends, family, and foes, and your faith. And if you're asking yourself, is there anything I'm doing that I need to do better because as I do it better, it would hurt less people, he will show you, and he'll answer that. Fourth and finally, the part of this prayer, and it's a great one, is learning to be led. He says, teach me to be led by your spirit, to follow your guidance in every decision and direction, adapted from Psalms 139.24. The entrepreneurial journey is often characterized by uncertainty, and making decisions can be daunting. It really can. The prayer emphasizes the importance of excuse me, surrendering to a higher power and seeking divine guidance. Entrepreneurs should, be, uh, should embrace the concept of being led, allowing themselves to be receptive to new ideas, perceptive, and opportunities. By trusting in a higher power and wisdom, entrepreneurs can make more informed decisions, navigating challenges, and seizing the best path toward success. 
It is very difficult sometimes for an entrepreneur-minded person to follow, to be led. But I tell you, the, the I have learned over the years, the better follower I can become, the, be, the better leader I am. I've never met a great leader that wasn't first a great follower. I was asked one time by someone that says, how come you go here and do this? Because you could start your own thing here. You could do this. And I was like, it's not good for me to have absolute power in every part of my life, to be a business owner, to be this, to be that. I go and I tend here because I am not the head dog. I have to work. It helps. It is my emotional, spiritual gym to have to work out my frustrations when I don't get my way. Because so many times entrepreneurs, if they own their own business, they, own, they can be the kings of their castle. They can do anything they want. And I can tell you, if you are in that, great. But put yourself in an environment where you have to compromise, where you have to work through sometimes you're not getting your way. When you're having to think uh, well, I wouldn't have done it this way. I would do things this way, but I'm being asked to support this decision and have to do it. And not only do it, but do it with a grateful and full heart. I'm telling you, it, it will make you a better leader yourself in the areas and spheres that you have greater influence and impact on. It's just, if you want to be a great leader, if you want to have a great business, then be a great follower and help someone build their business because it is just amazing. The more people I have helped, the more people I have sowed into, the more people I have yielded to, the more I have surrendered my will, my way, my, my thinking, the more I've been given the opportunity to have my way, to make greater decisions, to have greater influence on what we're doing. It is absolutely key to your success and your growth, both personally and professionally. By the good book says, if any man it wants to gain his life, if he'll lay it down, he'll gain it. But if you try to grab it, you'll lose it. It's amazing when I let go of what's in my hand, how he Let's go what's in his hand. And I always rather have what's in his hand. And I'll leave you with this story I heard years ago. And I just, it sticks with me to this day. And it helps me to learn to be led. A little boy goes in the candy store with his mom. And he's a good little boy. He pays attention. He doesn't fuss. He doesn't fight. He doesn't show out. He's being respectful. He's being very mindful. And this store clerk watches him walk around with his mom and, and sees how he never just said, well, I want this. I want that. And he's in a kid in a candy store. And you would think he would act out. But he doesn't. She's in there doing some shopping for the holidays. And they work their way up to the counter. And he sees the little boy there and he sees the little boy's eyes just get big as 50 cent pieces looking at this glass of candy. And he says, hey, little boy, reach in there and grab you some candy. I love it. You don't have to pay for it. Mom, don't have to pay for it. I want to give you this for being so good in here. And the little boy just shook his head. No, bashfully and looking away. He said, no, 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 no. It's, it's good. Go ahead. You, it's all right. You can have. And he just shook his head and, and declined, you know, to sheepishly just would not do it. And finally, the store clerk grabbed a handful of that candy he says open up your hand son and he opened up his hands and and the store clerk dropped all that candy in his hand and he had both hands out and he could barely barely catch all the candy that 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 uh 
that store clerk was dropping in both hands and he put him in his pocket and he said, thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you so much. And, uh, the, the mother was a little bit embarrassed because the, the store clerk was trying to be kind. And this, this boy seemingly wouldn't have anything to do with him. So she pays for the candy and walks out. And as they, when they get outside the store and on the sidewalk, there, uh, walking away, she says, Johnny, why didn't you reach in there and grab the, he was trying to be nice. Why didn't you grab some candy? And she's, Oh mom, his hands were bigger than mine. I was waiting for him to give me. <laughs> and the point is this. The boy walked away way more candy because he let the store clerk grab the candy rather than grabbing it himself. When we learn to be led and just wait sometimes, it is amazing how we'll get more out of the deal than when we're trying to go in there grabbing what we can. And that's what learning to be led is all about. And as we learn to follow we learn how we can be followed. Thank you for listening to our show today. If you have any questions or would like to speak with us about your goals, then please call or text us at 864-507-9696. Reach out to us online at terrywilson3.com. 